This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey everybody, thanks for listening in today on Green Living Ideas, Green Talk Radio. This is your host, Sean Daly, and today we're going to be talking about green building, lumber and plywood, but specifically about forestry certifications and preserving uh, international forests. And to discuss that topic with me today is a representative from the Forestry Stewardship Council, which is a very big entity involved in uh, forestry uh, stewardship. And they certify independent third-party organizations to assess forest management for conservation and ensure that suppliers are using wood that can be traced back to FSC-certified sources. Um, so Katie Miller is the communications director for the FSC, and she's joining us today. Katie, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Yeah, so well, so tell again, I, you and I were talking off mic that the FSC comes up quite a bit. We've talked to a number of um, you know flooring companies, uh, green builders and remodelers, and, and so uh, we, we also talk quite a bit about, I know that uh, this ties into LEED certifications uh, and things like that. So well, why don't you just start by telling us about the FSC label, what it exactly means. Sure. Uh, the FSC label uh, is an eco-certification label, like you'll you'll see a lot of eco-certifications such as Energy Star on uh, electric and uh, other types of products. Uh, the FSC label is applied to wood and paper products. It indicates that the wood was harvested from an FSC-certified forest, meaning that the forest uh, was managed according to our strict environmental, social, and economic standards. Okay, and so so the so you actually certify the forest as well as so specific geographic regions. Correct. We we it's a voluntary certification. So the forest owner, be it uh, a private owner, a corporate owner, or even a state or federal government owner of some sort, uh, decides to seek certification as a way to ensure they're practicing good forestry practices. And what they do is contact one of our third-party certifiers. The certifiers come in uh, and actually walk the land and audit the forest according to our standards. And can you tell us a little bit about those standards? Uh, sure. They cover a whole host of environmental, social, and economic impacts. Uh, they cover things like making sure there's no genetically modified organisms in the forest, um, that there's standards about how much can be clear-cut, uh, water quality is monitored, biodiversity and animal habitats are monitored, uh, there's social standards regarding the rights of indigenous peoples to use the land. Uh, there's, there's standards about uh, the, the, the community around the forest and making sure that it's a benefit to them. There's a whole host of standards that can be read on our website. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious about, so you guys are a completely independent organization. Is that correct? You're not vendor-backed? Correct, correct. We're an independent 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, our headquarters are in Bonn, Germany. I work out of the U.S. office in Washington, D.C. We have offices in about uh, 30 countries around the world. 
uh, and each office is a, its own independent nonprofit entity, uh, and we're not tied to anything else. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's good to know. I know that there's been now the FSC in in my circles, and you know the people that I've interviewed on this program, the people that write for us, green builders and remodelers that I know, pretty much everybody in the industry seems to agree that the FSC is the standards, the the, the gold green standard, as it were, for uh, you know in terms of um, wood and, and you know lumber used in flooring or, or in home building in general. And um, and you mentioned paper, which I, d- I didn't know about. Um, I- I'm curious, has your name and the certification been watered down by what, what I'm hearing from the industry is that there's been some, I don't know if it's vendors that don't get certifications, and we don't have to mention names here, but it mm-hmm. seems, I've heard that there has been uh, certain uh, maybe more uh, less scrupulous entities that have failed to get the certification or don't want to bother and actually start their own basically vendor-oriented or vendor-started um, certifications that are FSC-like on the surface. Is that (laughs) That, true? That is true. Actually, around the globe, there's several different types of uh, forest management certifications. Uh, They all are started for various reasons, you know. um, uh, However, FSC is widely regarded as as kind of the most stringent standard. It has the most support from environmental and social groups. Um, Other standards... Uh, or other programs have just differences in the standards. In fact, uh, there's another one here in the U.S., um, like you said, was started by kind of vendor groups that don't want to seek FSC certification because they don't want to change their practices. Uh, so instead what they do is come up, they came up with their own standard, uh, which has, has changed throughout the years, but one of the, the kind of main sticking points between our standard and theirs is that we don't allow the use of GMOs, as I said earlier. And we also have a bias uh, towards natural forest systems versus plantations. So, for example, we don't allow the conversion of a natural forest uh, to be cut down and turned into a monoculture-type plantation. Um, but as, as I said, there's a lot of different certifications around the globe. FSC uh, has the wide support of the environmental community, including groups like World Wildlife Fund, the Nature Conservancy, National Wildlife Federation, Greenpeace, kind of the big global ENGOs. Right. And, and it's interesting what you just mentioned about that kind of gets to like biodiversity, which is that there, there have been, you know, some people just say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's all sustainably harvested and we replant and all that. And then I, I understand there's places in the world where essentially what they've done is gone in and for cash reasons, they've, they've said, okay, well, let's just go clear cut this area and, and grow this type of tree. And I know, it, I think it's happened with bamboo and, and other, um, you know, different types of crops and, and, and trees where they have gone in and changed the land and made it a monoculture. Um, right, exactly, and that's that's not what FSC is about. We oh, yeah, are no, I, about <laughs> retaining biodiversity in the forest, um, and you know, and kind of uneven uh, aged forest management. Meaning, you know, in an FSC forest, you might you'll harvest it more often. You might go in every few years and take out a tree here, a tree there, a tree there, and you'll be left with a forest that's still intact with trees of all different sizes and ages, um, what a natural forest should look like. In plantations, what often happens is they're all planted at the same time, which means then it's all harvested at the same time, which means then when you're replanting it, for a while you're basically going to have barren landscape where no other... uh, types of animals and creatures can inhabit for a few years until the trees get tall enough again. Right. And, that, and they, right, there's a whole ecosystem involved here. It's not just right, about exactly. it's not, trees. Right, exactly. It's not just about trees, and it's not just about, say, preserving a specific species of trees. It's about total forest system management. 
So I'm curious, from the FSC's perspective, can you tell us about some of the challenges that are happening in the world right now and things that people need to be conscious of? I mean, you can pick from anything, just, you know, the current hot button issues. <laughs> There's a lot to choose from. Uh, yeah. Plantations is certainly one of the hot issues that we just discussed. Um, How about you know, particular forests that are that are in greater peril than others throughout the world? Uh, you know, I, I would say tropical forests are certain, are the forests that most general consumers are aware of. Um, I, I would say that FSC started because there is a specifically concern about tropical timber, uh, but there should be concern about every type of forest in the world, either tropical, temperate, boreal forests. They all need to be managed and, and preserved so that they can all uh, continue mm-hmm. uh, to maintain all the different types of plant and animals that we have in the forest. That's right. Um, and so... Uh, some of the specific issues are certainly things like some of the tropical species that were being boycotted in the 1990s that people were afraid to use because of uh, tropical forest deforestation. Uh, and then what was happening is there was uh, no market left for that timber at all. So instead of being cut illegally, that timber was just being cut down entirely so that the land would be converted into maybe agricultural or other uses. Um, so... Uh, you know, you want to make sure you still have a market for the timber. We don't want anybody to be scared of any specific type of timber. Uh, the whole the idea is no matter what you're using, if it's pine, mahogany, or something else, no matter what it is, you want to make sure it comes from an FSC certified forest. So not just get sucked into a label and generalizations of like, you know, and I, I, I mean, because there's a lot of people out there pushing that, like, you know, bamboo good, teak good, this bad, but it's not uh, oversimplifying the matter. Right, right, right. And you really have to be careful no matter what species you're using. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and what that requires is independent certifications, which is what you guys are providing. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I just uh, anecdotally, I was at a green building show in San Francisco, and I was with a guy who I think is very involved with the FSC and... Um, he, he works for a vendor. He's, in fact, he was the president of a company. And I'm going to leave names out of this because I just this <laughs> kind of points out the, the what's going on in the industry. And he, we were looking across the hall. At, at, uh, he, was, he pointed to another vendor down down. The, uh, it was a conference, and he was pointing down the row. He said, "He goes, you really have to be careful because he said we use 98, no, it was a, a 98 or 99 percent reclaimed uh, teak in our products." And he said, "See those guys down there? They're they're saying that they're a reclaimed teak manufacturer, uh, which is what their marketing department puts out." He goes. They use 2% reclaimed teak in their wood. Oh, interesting. And so those are the kind of things that, I mean, that's what we call greenwashing, right? And that's, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing that people really have. So this is a very important issue because everybody's ready to slap a label on things and say, okay, you know, it's good. And, and people might feel comfortable because they don't know. And you really have to educate yourself as a consumer exactly. uh, what these things mean. Right, exactly. And that's the importance of these third-party independent certification labels um, is it is a third party who is actually coming in verifying practices against a set of standards um, with, in our, you know, in our case, it's a trademark label that has very tight controls over its use, both in terms of on product, uh, actually attaching the label to a product, and as well as in promotional use. Um, so that, you know, even when a company goes through our certification process and they get the necessary chain of custody certification uh, to label their products with the FSC label, that doesn't necessarily mean that all of their products are going to be FSC certified from now on. For each product they produce, uh, it go, it, we have to verify that that product 
uh, line has come from an FSC certified source. Right. Okay. That's good to know. <clears throat> yeah. So you don't just get sort of blessed by the Pope, as it were, in your yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It, yeah. it goes, but it's a product certification, not a company certification. Mm-hmm. And each company uh, does go through the audit on an annual basis. Okay. So where can uh, people who are listening into the podcast today? Where can they go to, to find FSC products? Uh, fortunately, there's uh, more and more places you can go to do so. Uh, the big box retailers like Home Depot and Lowe's both have uh, purchasing policies that preference FSC certified materials. Uh, so you can go there to, you know, try to find anything from lumber and sheet goods to, you know, wooden dowels and stair parts, uh, doors, things like that. I've seen the FSC label in, in those stores on just about everything. Uh, you can go to certainly your local lumber yard and ask them if they have any. And if not, you know, encourage them to seek certification and to buy it in stock FSC certified lumber. Uh, you can go into furniture retailers like Crate and Barrel uh, and others uh, have, are starting to carry some lines of FSC certified furniture, uh, particularly in uh, garden furniture. You can, you're starting to see uh, most retailers carrying at least one line of FSC certified garden furniture, uh, which goes back to the tropical discussion. The retailers are certainly scared of where their tropical woods are coming from, so they're becoming more mindful of that. Yep. Um, and in a follow sales and you can't find anything, you go to our website, uh, findfsc.org. We have a whole a product uh, inquiry form right there. You can just fill out the inquiry form, let us know what you're looking for. If you need lumber or flooring or something for a building, project, kitchen cabinets, whatever, uh, just fill in the, the form at findfsc.org and we'll help you locate a source. Okay, great. Great to know. Now, I'm also wondering, is, is there a lot of other, is, is there other educational information that you guys are providing on that website or the main FSC? us.org website. Yeah, uh, yeah, the main general. the main website fscus.org. We have uh, tons of materials there, including uh, you know what is FSC, how to get it, what are the standards, who are the members of FSC. Uh, there's a documents list section where you can download brochures and things like that. And I would also encourage folks to check out the green building section. Uh, where we have uh, all kinds of documents, including case studies from our annual designing and building with FSC award that we hand out. Uh, so you can read case studies about uh, previous award applicants and winners. Okay, great. And Katie, just as a final question for you today, I'm curious for, again, for people that are listening in today that, you know, other than finding FSC products, what, what are other things that people can be doing to help conserve forests? Uh, well, certainly in general, fine, you know, if, you're, if you need to use wood products, we'll make sure they're FSC certified. Um, and on the paper side of things, you know, as I said, FSC covers paper as well since that comes from forest. Uh, you know, look for FSC certified uh, paper in your home and office uses. You can get it now at Staples and Office Depot and other retailers. Um, catalogs, a lot of catalogers, including Williams-Sonoma, Pottery Barn, Victoria's Secret, and others are starting to print on FSC certified paper. Uh, but in general, you know, just try to be mindful. <laughs> right. Well, mindfulness is definitely the, the key here. And as long as you mentioned the paper side, I should refrain, I should make a refrain to, to back to a previous podcast that we just did recently with a guy who has a company, a very intriguing software that helps conserve paper because of all those little trailing extra pages that print and blank pages and all those things that these things that oh, happen yeah. to all of us in a in network offense environment. Uh, there's a it's a printgreener.com uh, software that you can you can download and uh, helps you basically uh, conserve your your print jobs in addition to using uh, obviously uh, FSC certified paper. 
So good. Well, my guest today has been Katie Miller, who is the communications director for the Forest Stewardship Council, or FSC. Katie, thank you so much for being on the program with us today. Thank you for having us. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.